Hi, this is Tom Field, Editorial Director with Information Security Media Group. We're talking about this week's news in banking, and we're speaking with Jim Eckenrode, the banking executive with Tower Group. Jim, thanks so much for joining me. No problem, Tom. Happy to be here. Just to uh, sort of set context here, why don't you give us a sense of the type of work you do with Tower Group? Well, Tower Group is a research and advisory firm focused on the financial services industry globally. We look at the intersection of business and technology and how market dynamics um, contribute to financial institution strategy and how technology investments support that strategy. So, Jim, to start out, we've had some, uh, some big news in the banking industry this week. Let's go to Monday. Your initial thoughts on Secretary Geithner's plan for the toxic assets. Well, you know, I think it's uh, it's a good approach in that it it incorporates a couple of objectives and dynamics that I think uh, are important. One of which is that it's not the typical sort of good bank bad bank scenario uh, that we saw in previous crises. For example, the thrift crisis, where the FDIC just took over banks and worked out the uh, the toxic assets. It in this program. Uh, private investors are actually uh, part of the solution. Uh, and the other thing that I think is good is that the securities that are being sold off or the loans that are being sold off by banks and the securities that are being sold off by other firms are subject to a bidding process, and thus uh, that establish a pr- establishes a market price for these assets, which is one of the things that's really been missing from any sort of discussions to this point in time. So I think... Uh, it's a good solution to address those sorts of challenges. Well, the market certainly seemed to agree with you. And then just on the heels of that, Secretary Geithner and, um, and Ben Bernanke appeared yesterday before Congress. Now, the story has been that they went there looking for extra authority. What exactly is it they mm-hmm. want the authority to do? Well, I think what uh, if you go back to the origins of the crisis, um, The fact is that over the period of the last 10 years or so, a lot of product innovation uh, was developed in the white spaces between financial institution lines of business. So, for example, if you look at the value chain uh, in the mortgage business that started with a consumer borrowing money to purchase a home and ended with an investor buying mortgage-backed securities, the regulatory oversight of that value chain was fragmented. You had the FDIC, you had the Office of the Comptroller of the Currency, you had the Federal Reserve, you had the SEC, uh, the NASD, all overseeing parts of that value chain, but there was not really a holistic picture across the value chain from a regulatory and risk management perspective. The other thing is that there are, uh, because of technology innovation, among other things, uh, new participants that have come into the industry. Um, that offer products and services and and, uh, are able to take advantage of generally available technology to enter the financial services industry. And many of those participants had not been regulated in the same way that banks were, even though they were, for all intents and purposes, part of the financial services industry. So if you look back at the TARP bill, one of the provisions in the bill is that Secretary Geithner is uh, expected to conduct an assessment and an analysis of the regulatory framework and uh, identification of the participation uh, participants in the financial services industry and bring to Congress recommendations for improvement. And I think what you're seeing is the beginning stages of that. The deadline for him to do that, by the way, is end of April of this year. So he's starting that uh, movement 
toward a more uh, holistic regulatory framework and one that I think encompasses participants in the financial services industry that were not regulated before now. Now, Jim, as you know, last year we saw a proposal for regulatory reshaping come from former Secretary Paulson. Given the Mm -hmm. early signals from the Obama administration and from Secretary Geithner, what kind of reform do you think we're looking at? Will it be similar to what Paulson proposed or something that's vastly different? No, I don't think it'll be vastly different. I think Secretary Paulson had many of the pieces in place. Uh, Obviously, when he wrote the plan, uh, it was a very different environment. Uh, That was released about a year ago, and we had yet to go through the significant um, crisis in the September, October, November timeframe which obviously has caused uh, some delay in Secretary Geithner uh, picking up those pieces and, and coming forth with a plan. Um, but I think the essential elements of the need to modernize the regulatory framework uh, in recognition of the fact that the financial services industry and the uh, customers and institutions, uh, consumers and institutions that it services, have moved on and have um, created a very different industry than the one that uh, existed when these regulatory frameworks were put in place. So I think that's really uh, the continuing theme that you have to watch going through this, and I think those essential elements are still in place. So, Jim, a lot of the talk the last couple of weeks has been about AIG. It's been about um, the, the Wall Street banks and about what's happening you know, in Washington and New York. From everything we've seen this week, what's the message to the Main Street banking institutions that they should be taking away from it all? Well, I think it has to do with um, getting uh, better and, and clearer control over the products and services that you're investing in, the lines of business that you choose to do, uh, to, that you choose to take on, uh, and the way you conduct your business. Um, during this crisis, we a lot of institutions sort of extending themselves beyond their traditional markets and beyond their traditional footprints uh, in the race to uh, gather short-term profit. And I think the message here is that, uh, you know, those times are over for for uh, a good while now, and it, it, what it says to financial institutions is that they have to take a real serious look at their strategies, what they're trying to do, and frankly, what they're good at and what they're not so good at. And it's going to, I think, kick off continued um, restructuring of the industry. So, Jim, stepping aside from Wall Street and D.C. for a minute, we're almost a quarter of the way through this 2009. What do you see right. is the biggest issues that are confronting banking institutions right now? And I think probably you just started to talk about one. Well, you know, the biggest issue is obviously the economy. Um, if you look back a year ago, we were all talking about the subprime mortgage mess and, and how that created uh, defaults in uh asset-backed and mortgage-backed securities and CDOs and all that. And uh, that really impacted a handful of global financial institutions. And we saw an extreme period of restructuring and and failures um, during the uh, third and fourth quarter of last year. But right now we're in a a very different situation um, where uh, we're not yet completely through that cycle at the same time, the global economy is going through a significant slowdown, um, whether you're talking about the United States, whether you're talking about the European Union, or even whether you're talking about China. Uh, GDP rates are, are going uh, uh, south, if not negative, uh, and unemployment rates are going up in many markets. As a result, we've got a much broader uh, credit crisis that we're dealing with at the moment and that we're going to have to work through through the remainder of this year. 
We're not yet, I think, at the bottom in terms of seeing defaults across a wide range of consumer loan portfolios, not just mortgages, but student loans, auto loans, credit card, uh, uh, et cetera. And even in the commercial side of the business, which has largely uh, remained immune to a lot of this, um, but certain consumer lending portfolios, particularly property development and commercial real estate loans, are also defaulting uh, at increasing rates. And so the challenge for banks uh, going forward through the remainder of this year is, you know, can they continue to earn enough from their core business to fund uh, loan loss provisions in their, those portfolios? Um, and, you know, really, uh, how can they uh, do a better job at managing those portfolios to limit the amount of loss that they see? Now, Jim, one last question for you. I was reading through your biography earlier, and I was struck by a statement that you made, that the banking industry is on the verge of creating a new hierarchy. What do you mean by that? Well, there's a new hierarchy in a number of different uh, aspects. Uh, frankly, when I wrote that, it was before a lot of this happened, um, and I was thinking of a different hierarchy then than uh, I think is true today. I, I do, still do think that, that that new hierarchy will involve uh, consolidation, uh, at the top end in the United States banking market. Uh, I think the new hierarchy is going to involve uh, stronger uh, international players from regions not just uh, that have been traditionally dominant in the banking industry like the United Kingdom or Germany or France or uh, the United States, but new banking powers coming out of uh, places like China, uh, coming out of Brazil, coming out of uh, India. Uh, coming out of Spain, etc., that I think will take their place at, uh, on the world stage uh, and really create uh, a more dynamic uh, and global banking industry going forward. Uh, at the same time, I, as I say, I think we're going to see continued restructuring here in the United States and consolidation. We've already seen some of that in terms of uh, the fact that well-known brands that we knew a year ago, like Washington Mutual and Wachovia and National City, are gone. We're going to see more of that. And so that's the other part of, uh, of this restructuring that I talk about. Give me exciting business to be watching this year, Jim. That's uh, never a dull moment, that's for sure. Jim, thanks so much for your time and for your insight today. You're very welcome. We've been speaking with Jim Eckenrode, Banking Executive at Tower Group. For Information Security Media Group, I'm Tom Field. Thank you very much.